Megan, I have been using our sponsor Element, that's L-M-N-T, to boost my hydration for over a month now, and I'm really loving it. I'm just not very good at drinking plain water, and I love the taste when I pop one of these little packets, I like orange or grapefruit, into a big bottle of water. It's kind of fruity and salty, and it just helps me hydrate better overall. Element is a zero-sugar electrolyte drink mix born from the growing body of research that shows the best health outcomes occur with higher sodium levels. Each little pack delivers a significant dose of electrolytes, but minus sugar, artificial colors, and other iffy ingredients. Element's flavors are so unique, like fruity watermelon salt and spicy sweet mango chili. And we're going to set our listeners up with a variety pack so you can find your favorite. Right. You can receive a free Element sample pack containing eight flavors with any drink mix purchase when you purchase through our custom link, drinkelement.com slash momhour. That's D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T slash momhour. This offer is available exclusively through our partnership and is available for both new and returning customers. And if you're an Element Insider, you'll have first access to Element Sparkling, a bold can of sparkling electrolyte water. Again, it's drinklmnt.com slash momhour. Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm a mom of three kids, ages two, five, and seven, and I live in Southern California. And I'm Megan. I am the mom of five kids, ages six through 17, and I live in Michigan. This is the Mom Hour, part of the Life Listened Network. Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 48 of the Mom Hour. I am Sarah Powers, and I am here with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So today is a part two of two. Um, We're doing a two-part series on style and fashion and how those things have evolved for us as moms. Um, And last week, if you caught episode 47, we talked about clothes, where we're shopping, shopping struggles and dramas and how we don't like indoor malls. Um, And this (laughs) week, we're talking more... um, hair and skincare and also kind of the routines of style like if you still have kids at home like when do you actually put on your outfit for the day because I think that's totally there's like the pre-morning drop-off outfit and then like when you're actually dressed um so kind of like the functional routines of style and beauty so this will be kind of fun um if you didn't listen last week no big deal we're just gonna launch right in so um, Megan, anything, any housekeeping before we get going or should we just dive in? Uh, no, no housekeeping. We're good. I think we're good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about your hair, Megan, because I just Ugh. popped on Instagram and saw your latest Let's not picture. talk about hair. Let's talk okay. about hair. Um, all right. Yes. Tell, tell your hair, your hair story. <laughs> okay. Well, my hair story. <laughs> um, let's see. I had long, you know, I call it my high school hair. You don't know exactly what I'm talking about, right? Just kind of long, shapeless, whatever hair. Um, till I was about 22. And then it turned really bad. Like, I think it was having, I had two babies at that point or two, a baby and a, a toddler. And <clears throat> I was not really getting it cut as often as I needed to be. I wasn't really conditioning it very well. I was probably washing it too often, like all the things you're not supposed Mm -hmm. to do that I didn't know then. And it got really frizzy and out of control and terrible. And so I got my first short haircut when I was probably 24. I I struggled for like a year or two. And then I finally just went and got a cut. 
And I loved it. And it kind of was that middle short length. So it was mm. never really was above, too much above my chin. Um, but maybe a couple times when it was back, that was, you know, the late 90s, well, early 2000s when that look mm-hmm. was really in where it was mm-hmm. like kind of scrunched up in the front and then like the back was all flippy outy and stuff. And it was really fun, and, but it was easy to grow out because it was already pretty right. long. And so I kind of went between that look and like almost to my shoulders and I cut it off and almost to my shoulders and cut it off. And finally one day, about four years ago, I think, I just decided to stop screwing around and I cut my hair off to, I mean, it was like an inch and a half short or yeah. long. And pixie. that was drastic. It was a pixie pixie, like super short. And I loved it. Did you just it. panic? And like when you, like right before it happened, did you just? Uh-uh. No, I, I had this next door neighbor who cut hair and she had short hair and I really liked hers and it was really casual. Like I went over there one day and I think she gave me a glass of wine and was like, let's just cut your hair all off. And I said, okay, I was having a bad hair moment and it was like, I know what it was. I had finally gotten it long enough to put in a ponytail, Mm -hmm. but it was like a struggle ponytail, you know, like you're like forcing it in and then pieces are falling out. And I, I wore it like that for like a week and I thought, well, all I'm going to do is wear my hair in a ponytail. What is the point? So I decided to get cut off and, um, and Clara was a baby then a toddler then. And so I got my hair, you know, very, very short. And since then I have really fluctuated between very, very short and pretty darn short. Like sometimes I would grow the front out a little bit, but I would always keep the back really short. So I have not had hair past, you know, in, in not past my eyes in like four years. And I kept having, and I kind of thought maybe I would never grow it out again. But I kept having these dreams about growing my hair out. I would feel it on my neck. Like I would have dreams where I'd be running and I'd feel like my ponytail hitting me in the back or like I'd feel my hair. And I just started to get this weird desire to have long hair again. And I feel like the longer I stay short, the less likely that is to ever happen. Because right. at some point I'll probably stop caring. So I just thought, why not? I'm just going to grow it out. So right now I am at the awkward stage, like the really and I'm doing it in a good way. Like I'm growing the front first, mm-hmm. back is still pretty short. And then at some point I'll start growing it all together. Um, otherwise, if you do it in reverse, you get the Carol Brady look, yeah. like it flips up in the back and it's not good. It's not the right year for that. Um, but although I have seen now that the mullet, like a very specific intentional mullet is coming back. I, it has to. I was just thinking about, I don't know why I was thinking it about is. this, but like, like the, 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 the she mullet. I, yeah, okay. I was, I'm picturing like AC Slater hair and more less, that that. but less curly, like not as permed as yeah, it, not, okay. like not as intentional. I'm thinking more like a Pat Benatar. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like an early eighties Pat Benatar. Very, yeah. yeah. Like a rocker mullet. I've seen it like where, you know, the person is cute enough and stylish enough yes. that it wasn't just a bad haircut yes, or like they forgot. Yeah, yeah. It was not an accident. So, um, you've had to figure that I, was coming. I mean, everything does. Right. Come back, I know. But I have been kind of bracing. Yeah. And I will say, like, even when I had my shortish, medium-length hair, for a while, it did have, like, a kind of a mullety look. Like, it was, like, the bang was short, and then it was kind of, like, it was a, it was very, uh, what's, you know, what's that style? Of, the shag. It was kind of a shag, like, but mm-hmm. a short shag. But I was 25 then. There's a lot you can pull off yeah. when you're 25 um, and just look like you're a funky college kid or whatever. So, anyway, I'm, I'm just really, really dragging this out, but... I am at the point now where the hair in front is long enough that it just doesn't go anywhere. Like there's nothing. I really can't wear it down. I really can't tuck it by my ears yet. So um, in the picture, in the Instagram it. picture, you do have a cute yeah. little twist, like a twist. with the bobby. Do you know how long it took me to get that twist? Oh, well, it looks no, I mean, cute. no thanks. I mean, but it, it'll look cute for a while. Also, but then pieces are there start grown to fall out highlights out. going on? What is happening in the color contrast in this picture? Yeah, you're not supposed to say grown out highlights. That's not <laughs> what it is. It is. An it's, it's an ombre. It's an ombre. 
It's okay. an intentional ombre, but it doesn't look like that because I've got it twisted back. But yeah. I've, I'm definitely like the roots are like a dark ash blonde, and the, okay. the in this picture, the other they stuff look is really very dark. blonde. That's why. Yeah. I'm, like I've well, I put I put a filter on there, so you know. Okay. I'm not a professional filter adder, but um, but they are dark. They're very dark, and then the top is very blonde. So you're not mistaking what you're seeing. Um, but it's an ombre, but it's like a reverse ombre. Yes. Got so, it. Anyway, so anyway, how, how long will that take? Do you think? <laughs> Where will we be having the same conversation a year from well, now? Well, this is the po- this is the point where I start to doubt myself. Yeah. I think in a year I will have a legit between chin and shoulder length haircut. Yeah, and there are some really cute, and it won't require as much upkeep. Right now, there's a lot of upkeep yeah. going on, and there are some cute um, ways to. I have a really hard time with shoulder length hair; it does not do well for me. But there are um, some really cute ways to style that length of hair. That's yeah. if I get yeah. tempted to cut it's that shoulder length um but and you, yeah but it's easy to like do those like those kind of loose curls that are really yeah. fun right now that everyone's doing and that's a good length for that kind of stuff I think when my hair was that length before I was just too busy with babies and yeah. kids and stuff I just wasn't gonna bother was way way too yeah tempting at that point. I was also washing my hair too much I was washing yeah. it every day and now I don't even do that so like I wash my hair like every third day now so um it's just, although with short, short hair, you know, even the days I don't wash it, I often have to do like a dunk of my head under the shower to set it. Right. You know, reset, like the reset button, because otherwise I just look like I have bed head all the time. Bed head. Yeah. So, we're so, we're so opposite. So I also don't, I also wash my hair every third day, which I also didn't in those same as you in back in those days. Yeah. Um, but my hair is really long as long. I mean, I had long hair in high school until senior year then I cut it shoulder length and then I went back and forth between shoulder length and long, um, you know on and off. But I never, when I had my hair long, it was always up. I mean, not just cause I was a ballerina and cause I like to wear my hair up, but I also did not know how to style long hair. And so yeah. there was really no point in it being long. Um, and then when I would cut it shoulder length, they'd blow dry it cute at the hair salon. And I would think I love this, but then I would never do that thing. So I really like never, I never knew how to style my own hair other than putting it up. And for some reason, like in my 30s, I figured out, and I do think like the soft waves and the soft curls and the curling irons being back was like a great timing for my hair because I have naturally wavy hair. Yeah. Um, in certain climates, I can just put a curl product in it and wear it kind of loose waves. Not in California. It's really frizzy here. Super frizzy. Yeah. Because um, we're near the ocean. Um, but it's not hard. My hair takes curl really easily. So the whole like... I can air dry it and it looks terrible when it's air dried, but I can air dry it. It gets that kind of like kinky weird. Does it do that? I mean, well, it depends on if I've like brushed it or put any product in it or if it's truly air dried, but I have parts of my hair that are legit curly. I mean, really little ringlets, but then I have other parts that aren't. And so it's all over the place and it's pretty, it it has volume. I don't lack volume, but it's not a true curl. It's not like a true curly hair where you could put product in. Right. No, I get That's exactly how mine is. And mine was all the, the ringlets were underneath. That's where mine are too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And some some are right in the front. But the good news is that my hair takes curl really easily. So I can air dry and just look ugly for like two hours while I'm <laughs> running around the house or whatever. Yeah. And then with a curling iron, um, just just do – it doesn't take me very long. I used to just think curling iron sounded like the most high-maintenance thing ever. And having what? long hair and a curling iron I think of as like – you know, some kind of a sorority girl thing that I've never been, that's never been me in my life, but I told, it is totally what I do now. And I love it because then I don't have to do anything to it. Really. Sometimes if I'm feeling like it, I might do the curling iron again the next day, but really I don't do anything for the next two days. 
just kind of run my fingers through it because I don't. So for me, the the biggest, and we're going to get at the end of the show, we're going to kind of talk about like routines, like when, if you do your hair, are you like first thing in the morning? Do you do it every day? But do it, having that time to like air dry and then either Mm -hmm. curl it, or sometimes I do the flat iron and just straighten it. It needs one or the other. Um, I can't, I hate blow drying my hair, but I feel like I'm thankful that we're in a time where we've come to a time where you don't have to, or like at least right now (laughs) the styles aren't that super blown out. Yes. Look that I can get. I luckily skipped that over because I was, or I I don't mind a flat iron look either. I mean, it's kind of a plain look for me. It's just long and straight, Mm -hmm. but at least it looks fine. Um, and it doesn't take me a super long time to flat iron it once I've kind of air dried. So Megan, the end of the school year and kickoff to summer is a busy time of the year for families, but we can all eat stress-free and hit our wellness goals with ready to eat meals from our sponsor factor. Factor's delicious meals are never frozen and can be ready to eat in just two minutes. You can pick from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular choices like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Plus, they have more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, lunch, snacks, and beverages to keep you fueled all day long. So our team was comparing notes recently on our favorite factor meals, and Katie loved the herb-crusted chicken with mashed cauliflower and toasted almond green beans. I loved that one, too. And get this, so did her little boy, Charlie. She heated it up for lunch one day, and Charlie, who's three, ate almost all of the green beans. I mean, that's quite an endorsement, right? I was going to say, what a parenting win. (laughs) And I get it, Charlie. Those green beans are crazy good. And if you really want to treat yourself, they even have meals with filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. Listeners, head to factormeals.com slash momhour50 and use code momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code momhour5050 at factormeals.com slash momhour50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. We are welcoming back Vionic as a sponsor today. And Sarah, I will be honest, I was sorting through my warmer weather wardrobe the other day and it could seriously use a refresh, but you know what's good to go? My shoes. I've got a great selection to choose from thanks to the Vionic Vitals collection. And lately the pair I keep putting on again and again is the Uptown Loafer. I have two pairs, one in sand suede and the other in camel leather, but please don't make me pick a favorite. Oh, I won't. I'll let you keep both. That's so funny, Megan, because I was a little jealous of your Uptown Loafers. I was the last one on our team to get a pair, but I just did. I also got mine in the sand suede, and I think I've worn them like four times this week. They really finish off a cute spring outfit. The Vionic Vitals collection has the best essential styles for everyday wear to get you ready for spring. And no matter what shoes you choose, you'll be on the go in comfort because every single pair of Vionic shoes delivers their trademark Viomotion technology for a difference you can feel. Vionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning, and every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out. Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at Vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes. Wearable well-being for your feet. That's right, but I don't think I'm going to cut it for a while because, again, a long hair I used to think of as either high maintenance or like shorter was easier. But for me, longer yeah. is easier. And when I say I think shorter, longer, I mean like shoulder length. But that shoulder yeah. length is not a good length for me. I have too much volume, too much going on. Yeah, the, I agree. Like I, I think back now, and I, I just <laughs> didn't know. I mean, this was the '90s when I my had long hair, right? So there wasn't good product. A 
There yeah. was mousse gel, mousse gel, and I think they were just starting to come out with pomades, but it was really for short hair to like make spikes and stuff. Right. Um, they didn't really have the serums and Moroccan oils and all that stuff. There just wasn't really read- readily available. People weren't getting blowouts then. So it wasn't even, or if they were, it wasn't something I could have afforded at that time of my life. Um, So there was no way I was going to go to the salon like twice a week and just get a blowout. And my hair was the type, like if I really wanted it to look good blown out, I would have to blow it dry, like bone dry. Yeah. You know, like, because if I blew it almost all the way dry, it would just pop right back up into whatever it was going to do anyway. And I have a lot of volume and a lot of hair. And I didn't know about thinning hair out either. Like I had never had someone go through with a razor and just pull out like half of my hair. I don't know if you – like how creepy it is. You're like, where is that even coming from? Didn't you just do this? Kind of alarming. So, yeah. But now that I know all those things, like now that I'm armed with all this information about like don't wash too much, um, use this product, like do this and that. I feel like now I'll have a much better long hair experience. I just want to do it. Yeah. Do it one more time. Do it. And then maybe I'll get sick of it after a year and cut it all off again. I don't know. No, do it. I think there's great. Yes, I agree. There's, we've come a long way. It's going to be a struggle for the next year though. That's all I'm saying. Um, well, I'm always like, I always am slightly envious of other moms in my station of life where I do still have kids running around in the morning and I'm not like doing my hair every day, but who seem to have cute hair all the time. I do think I have hair envy because I think my hair can look cute, but it often, I often don't get out the curling iron or I just go to the point. Well, you just don't put in the time. It takes no. time. And then I, and yeah. then I walk around and because of the washing every third day, if I put in the time, I'm good for three days. So I really yeah. should just do it. Um, yeah. and do you have any gray hair or is yours just, I do. Nope. I have gray. Um, that is something that growing my hair out now has been showing me because yeah. I, you know, I used to just color my own hair. I always yeah. colored it around the same color yeah. and I would just do it whenever I got a cut. And when my hair was, you know, super short, I was getting it cut sometimes every three weeks. Right. Uh, cause you have to, to maintain yeah. it. Um, now I'm trying to kind of grow it out a little bit. So I'm not cutting as often and I'm seeing the grays. They're mostly at my temples, Yeah. but there's grays scattered around. And so that's another reason I'm still dying. The, even though the color that you see in the, um, the dark color is yeah. actually really close to my natural. I have to dye it. Otherwise yeah. I'll look like I'm gray on one spot and not any, yeah. any place else. It's just kind of odd. So yeah, no, I am very gray and all around the, my hairline in the front of my face. So like my go-to used to be like a messy high bun or like messy ponytail. And anytime it's pulled up away from my face, the roots are glaring. And I'm, I tell myself that I was so low maintenance with hair for so long that I've earned the right to six weeks between <laughs> roots yeah. going to get them dyed. Cause I never, I didn't get highlights when everybody was getting highlights. I didn't do anything. Yeah. I literally cut my hair like once a year for 20 years. So yeah. I feel like the the average cost, if I could go, if right. I can retroactively apply that. So yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Well, and I'm getting my highlights done at the salon now and I didn't for a very, very long, right. I mean, I haven't done highlights. Right. Maybe once every couple of years, I'd be like, oh, I guess I'll get a couple highlights, you know, right. but I've always just dyed my own hair. It's been fine. Um, now with, with the cut not being good, I feel like the color needs to be good and I'm not going to be able to pull that off myself. So, right. and you know, the ombre thing, actually, I just saw a picture that I really loved it, like on a Pinterest board or something and loved it. And, but again, I'm starting to get a little disillusioned because it's kind of a funky, it's funky again, like we talked about in episode 47, right. I'm not sure I can pull off that much funk. You so we'll funky. see. I think you can. I don't know. I think no, you we'll can. see. Let's um, talk in a couple months and we'll yes. see where I'm at with it all. We, you should measure your um, – oh, our friend Karen Walren, um, Chukalunks, she's growing her beautiful, luscious afro. Have you ever seen how she says it like every – it's been like two and a half years. So you can measure your yeah. 
you can, oh, you can could, post yes. updates measuring the length of your pixie, <laughs> pixie too long. I should totally do that. And I mean, you know, the thing is, it's at some point the awkwardness will start to subside. So I know it's coming, but yeah, cool. you know, and I can always get a new, like a different cut too. I think that's another trick for when you're growing your hair out. Mm-hmm. Um, besides using bobby pins and stuff like that, very because like the little twist and the braids have really helped me a lot. Um, but also sometimes just get a totally different cut than what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe you need bangs for a while or maybe yeah. you need to not have bangs for a while, yeah. or, you know, so those are all if anybody's like afraid to grow their hair out because it is hard. You get stuck and you don't want to, you don't want to never change. Right. Right. But yeah. So well, I always think, um, I always think that like Instagram or Pinterest, whatever your visual, like wherever you like to get your eye candy, I'm much more Instagram, but, um, is a fun way to stay on top of like, I don't browse magazines anymore. It's fun to do it, but I just, I'm just out of the habit. Um, but anytime you're following or looking at pictures of those more fashionable than you, or those who are putting it out there more fashionably than you, I think is a good way to just, if you can like stay connected to the styles you like without, you know, just bemoaning that you're not going to the salon every four weeks or whatever. Yeah, Um, sure. So let's talk about makeup and skincare. I feel like I, I need like a total reset and I don't know if this has happened to you, but I feel like I was really good at makeup. Um, and I never wore a ton, but I was good at the, I, the makeup I knew how to do. I was on stage a lot because of dance. So I understood eye makeup and, um, read all the magazines and like all, and that carried me through like high school and college and into my twenties. And then now I feel like, I feel like it's like a foreign language. I feel like I should be buying better products because I've always been a drugstore makeup person. And I feel like I don't even know what these things are. I feel like I should be taking better care of my skin because I'm yeah. of a certain age, but it's overwhelming. So it I don't know. Have you gone through that? I have. Um, yeah. Where do I start? Okay. So first of all, I'm kind of unabashedly a drugstore brand person. I don't feel bad about it. Um, I think there are some products that are worth paying more for, but I think most of us can do pretty well at the drugstore. I'm just going to put that out there. Yeah. Like all the, like the retinol stuff and all those things, you can get all that stuff at the drugstore. And I know it, maybe it's not the same like medical grade or whatever you can get right. if you buy it um, at a spa or salon. And, and certainly I'm sure people listening have good justifications. And I think if the justification is you like going to Sephora or your department store right. and it makes you feel good to buy something that's a little more expensive because it you like the packaging or whatever, great. I've definitely been there and I've bought stuff even when I couldn't really afford it. I have bought products that I just loved and I or because, thought that or, was completely or worth because it. it lasts a lot longer I know my sister right. was just telling me about the um face makeup that she uses that is more expensive but lasts forever I think the like I don't really care where it comes from I just feel like I don't know what to buy anymore because I feel like yeah like yeah, yeah have changed and so what drugstore well, brands you like oh um well whatever we have CVS coupons for it because John is now, uh, did I tell you John, about John's CVS problem? No, I mean, no. I mean, not a problem. I mean like his CVS obsession. Intervention. We should probably have a whole episode. Honestly, actually this would be a great idea. Have a whole episode just about like cracking the code of all these different coupons and store. Um, it's like store rewards programs right. because Gaming now, yeah. so I'm just going to make this really quick, but this is a funny story. So we have the Walgreens that has been, you know, our town's Walgreens forever. Right. And then a CVS went in like really close to our house and it was this big or it was this big debate because it went into this area where they had to knock down some houses that needed to be knocked down. They were 
in a terrible place for houses to be. But it did kind of disrupt the construction and everything just did disrupt the neighborhood. And there's really not a reason to have a drugstore there. We don't need another drugstore. Like something else could have gone there. So there was this big controversy about it going in at all. And we swore we would never go there. We're like, we're loyal to Walgreens, blah, blah, blah. Well, wouldn't you know, one day it's terrible weather and we just didn't want to drive the extra quarter of a mile (laughs) or whatever (laughs) in this terrible snow and we went to cvs and we started looking at like the coupons and they had this so you oh no what it was is they printed out extra bucks we got like extra bucks at the registers if you buy certain things you get money back and then you can combine you can combine the in-store coupons with like manufacturer's coupons and then get the extra bucks on top of it so you can like walk out with money and a whole bunch of stuff you can actually make money (laughs) and so John is obsessed. And I actually, I'm going to share with you. I'll, I'll send it to you, Sarah, and then you can put it in the show notes. Um, okay. This picture of his like haul of all of his bucks and stuff. So yeah. So just, you know, half an hour ago before we talk, started talking, I was at CVS picking out some new makeup because I needed some. So today I got L'Oreal because that was what I we like had um, coupons for and everything else. And what I really needed was um, a light foundation. Mm-hmm. I never wear foundation, but I'm just kind of starting to realize that like under my eyes, I just have enough fine lines. I need something just to kind of even that out a little yes. bit. And so I got a blur cream, which is like kind of fills in the cracks mm-hmm. and smooths everything out. And that's probably the only place I'll use it is under my eyes. And then I got um, a new pressed powder because I always shatter those. Like I would yeah. never spend a lot of money on a pressed powder because I'll drop my purse and shatter it. Yeah. And then um, let's see, what else did I get? Oh, I got a new lip gloss. I love lip glosses. I I collect you, those. You once stole a lip gloss from me. That was a total accident. <laughs> I loved it so much. And you know what? After that, I actually ended up buying that same lip gloss like three more times. I love I, lip gloss. I yeah. will buy a whole bunch, and I'll have them in any brand. I don't care. I'll just yeah. have like a, a array of colors. Yes. And I wear like a bronzery, like a blushy bronzer thing that I think is maybe Physicians Formula. I'll look in a second. And I wear a mascara, and that's. Usually all I wear. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I have eye makeup and I'll wear it for fun, like if I'm going out. Right. Um, and I have this trick where, because my eyes are really deep set, I'll put um, black liner on the un- top under lid, uh-huh. just on the outside half, like on the outer half of each, un- okay. but under the yep. top. And it really makes my eyes like look a lot bigger and more dramatic. And that's that's kind of it. And you know what? I'm okay with that because I have to say, even though these videos that these girls are putting on YouTube now with all contouring and all that. I think that's really cool, but I find the effect almost a little weird. Mm -hmm. They look too good. I don't know. Well, and I always wonder if that's the way it looks like, because so much of that, the way we see the end product is either on video or in a picture, right? And I always wonder if like, because I don't really know anyone who does their face like that in real life that I've like stood right up next to, but I have to believe it would not look as good in a three-dimensional human unless you just were in great lighting in the evening maybe. But I just right. feel like it would look weird. It's it's very like porcelain doll um, and very dewy. And that's one thing, you know, you're talking about needing your makeup to be kind of a little overhaul. One thing I have found recently is that that dewy look isn't looking so hot anymore. Like the, you know, all that makeup had a lot of shimmer in it for yeah. a long time. And up until about three years ago, that all looked great on me. And all of a sudden now it's like, I feel like every time I put something too shimmery on, all I see are like lines <laughs> in my face. So, lines I mean, it's, 
It's well, it's just it's not even glitter. It's like that. Oh, it's I like that iridescent, yeah. but it, it gets in the cracks, and then that's all. It's like that's where the light gets reflected, and that's all you can see. So I use that stuff still, but very sparingly. Like I use it on my upper cheekbones, but not around my eyes, not around my mouth, not anywhere where anything might be sagging. Right. You know, so it takes me about seven minutes to put my makeup on. It's not like I spend hours in front of no. the mirror. Um, and I love makeup. I think it's so fun. Yeah. But. I don't know. I do too. I feel like where I, yeah, where, where I feel a little more lost is in, I would say where skincare and face makeup kind of overlap because now I think there are some really good ways to take care of your skin with like, you know, sunscreen and whatever moisturizers with things in them that I can't pronounce. Um, and yeah, the one thing I did find recently is a Neutrogena Neutrogena and L'Oreal are my two go-to drugstore brands. Mm -hmm. Like I'll look there first if I'm looking for something. Um, and there's a, there's a Neutrogena BB cream, which I don't even yes. know exactly. BB cream, I believe is like slightly more than a tinted moisturizer. Like it's a little closer to foundation halfway between like tinted moisturizer and yes. Say, and it generally has some level of, of illumination to it. It generally is a little bit shimmery. Okay. I feel like, cream. I don't know if mine's shimmery. It just seems like it evens everything out, but doesn't look like I'm wearing foundation. Um, so that is a good one that I've found and I can put that one in. Um, and, um, and then, yeah, I'm with you on just mascara and lip gloss and blush. I, I like something on my cheeks cause otherwise I feel like, yeah, I need a blush of, or a, yes, yeah. I, well, remember how we, I mean, we've laughed about this a couple of times, but remember how we had that episode where we talked about the color, the life slowly draining, life draining. Out of our, that's what you, t- yeah, you told our faces. Me I was like, I feel like my lips and cheeks pinker. And you were like, yeah, that's cause the life is draining from your face. <laughs> slowly draining from your face so if you uh, no, are, it's if, true if you're a little younger than us let's say you're like between 30 and 35 where we are between 35 and 40 and you feel like your lips used to be pinker don't worry it's, true. it's just because it's the just life the life draining, draining out of you face. it happens to everybody and you can put it back with a little blush and some yeah. and some lip gloss um yeah. I've started to get a lot more particular about like the color of lip gloss and the color of blush I'll use those are two things yeah, I pay I'm a lot more attention to now right now they're too pinky yeah, I feel like a something a little more like a little deeper, more apricot or something. There's just yeah. a something I don't even know the I'll know the color when I see it, and then I'm like, that's the one for me. Right. But you know, um, I don't. I so for skincare, I'm also using Neutrogena right now. I'm using some Retinol, uh, Retin A. I can never remember. Well, I think they're the same thing. It's like okay. one I think is the brand name of the. I think right. Retinol maybe is the yeah. chemical, and Retin A is the. Um, I don't, that should actually be completely wrong what I just said. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But all of this could be wrong. Uh, this is probably all wrong. So I got all that. And that stuff, even in the drugstore, is not cheap, by the way. But right? if you go no. to CVS and you use your extra bucks, and maybe it's like a day out when they have like a 40% off, and you can get a pretty good. But the right. problem with that stuff is that a lot of it overlaps. So the the foundation you buy might be doing the same, have some of the same active ingredient as the foundation you or the moisturizer right. you just put on, which often has the same active ingredient as like the serum you want, you know, you put on this morning. So I, I feel like I try to have... And now you wonder why I'm confused and feel like no, I need to start I feel from like we're scratching. all confused. We're all confused. Yeah. And you know, here's the thing. Even if you went to like a department store and had them put together a kit for you, I always feel like I walk out with stuff I don't need that I probably right. won't use. And a lot of it's still redundant. So right. I think if you use, you know, a good cleanser, like a gentle cleanser, yeah. I usually use that at night. And then in the morning, I just kind of rinse my face with water because my pillow's clean. Right. And then um, I use like something, some, some, some kind of serum. And sometimes I'll, I think it's consistency. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. Like, I think using something, not just buying it and then never using it, 
but like actually using what you buy yeah. is sort of the point. And so yeah. I'll and have like a night cream and then like a daytime thing. Like and sunscreen. urban myth, urban legend. But I remember like, again, going back to our magazines of our teen years, reading that like when you change products, sometimes it can be a good thing for your skin, like that your skin will yeah. get used to something. And then just, just by the act of having a new face wash, it can be beneficial. I have read that too. And I think sometimes, you know, that's one of the, like who, who said it and how do they know? And right. sometimes I read stuff and I, you know, I actually think I told you recently, I um, have gotten accidentally subscribed to a whole bunch of magazines. Yes. And so I'm getting like in style and allure again, and I'm really having fun with them. I haven't read those magazines in like 15 years. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of fun there. Um, but I'll read a magazine or I'll read an article and some makeup artist or esthetician or somebody will say, you know, you have to do X, Y, Z. Otherwise, um, your products won't work as well because they have to fight against blah, blah, blah. I don't even know what. And I'm reading that thinking like, how do, is this true? I mean, I don't know. Like I have no way of knowing and it's their opinion most likely, unless it's been proven scientifically. So I don't know. I'm not stressing about it too much. I try to use something I do. You know, I, I think that I have noticed a difference when I've used some of the more, like I used ROC for a while or rock. I'm not sure if it's ROC or rock. Um, and I, I think I really did notice a difference with that. And that's, that's retinol. Yeah. So I'm finding that products with retinol work. But when I run out of the stuff I'm using right now with retinol, maybe right. I'll switch to one of those like vitamin C ones for a while and see right. how that works. And maybe right. I'll switch them up and one, you know, I use retinol at night and vitamin C in the morning. I, I think some of it, I think is just a crapshoot yeah. and probably like and marketing, packaging. drinking a lot of water. Yeah. And wearing sunscreen yeah. and stuff like that probably makes a way bigger difference in the long run. I Ooh. totally agree. And all the things so, that – all the sunscreen we c- would have worn if we'd thought about it. Right. <laughs> that we can't go back yeah. in time. Um, I will say I've had a hard time finding a really good daily daily moisturizer mm-hmm. with a 30 SPF. I would pay good money for one that doesn't feel – that doesn't smell like I'm at the beach and doesn't sunscreen. feel yeah. greasy. Like a moisturizer that's got 30 in right. it. Um, they're hard to find. And when I do like a drugstore brands are just not cutting it for me. So if anyone out there has a suggestion, please, I'll spend a lot of of money on that. Well, this is not a a moisturizer, but my sister who, as we've discussed is eight and a half years younger and therefore in a completely different style generation who don't have gray hairs and eye lines yet. Um, but has a sunscreen that goes on after everything that is, it looks like a, um, like a compact, powder brush that's in its own little tube, but it doesn't add any powder. Like, no, it doesn't have any color or anything. It's like dusting your face with like invisible dust. And it's a sunscreen that goes on after everything else. And she said it works. And it works really well. I so would love that I will, because I, will, I find that that's sometimes like, that's the biggest trick in my whole beauty routine. Like when, when do I put on the sunscreen? Yeah. And it's nice because if you've either forgotten or want yeah. more sunscreen, cause you now know you're going out in the sun, it's like literally in her purse, like a tube of lipstick. Yeah. I want that. Yeah. Okay. I'll find out. So, yeah, um, all right. Well, let's, I think we have time to transition a little bit into like, how do you get ready for, to be a cute person during the day? I'm mostly talking about like you and I both attempt to go to the gym and shower at some point and then put yeah. on real clothes. And I think like if, if you are working outside the home, this is usually part of the routine. Get up. You do... probably already got the routine. So you don't but I do this, think but, if yeah. you're working from home or staying at home, there's like 
like, okay, I fully confess that some days I intend, I intend to do like a midday shower and get myself ready and then literally just never do it. So because I have an inconsistent schedule, like sometimes I might shower at night if I feel like it's been kind of like if we've been out and in the sun and I just want to yeah. feel clean or I want, if I know I'm not going to have time to wash my hair in the morning. And then sometimes I do like the midday after the gym thing. So I do think that that's can be kind of a challenge. And, and I, for me, it, yeah. it makes for a lot of inconsistent, uh, how I look in the world. <laughs> like I may look like, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get the it. Gym. I may look like I'm still in my pajamas or I may look totally put together on any given. Let, let me be clear. I don't feel like I owe it to anybody to look any certain way. So I, I am the person who will unabashedly drop my kids off yeah. in what are essentially pajamas. I mean, they might not be my Mickey mouse pajama pants, um, right. but they are things I could sleep in and right. I don't care. Um, I'll throw a hood on like a hoodie or something if it's, if my hair is terrible. Okay, Megan. Well, over here at the mom hour, we are big fans of our sponsor, our place. In fact, you, me and our team member, Katie, we're all comparing notes on our favorite product. Katie was telling us that even though she's packing up to move her family to a new house, she cannot put that mini perfect pot from our place into the boxes yet because she's using it like every night. Well, as someone who also has a perfect pot, I got mine as part of their mini home cook duo set. I get it. It's nonstick, which is key, but it also has all these handy features like a steam release lid with a built-in strainer and this nice beechwood spoon that nests on the handle in this perfect little peg. Okay, well, I didn't get this pot, but now I want it. That sounds so great. Our place's cookware is great to cook with, beautiful to look at, and healthier for us as well. All of Our Place's products are made without PFAS, also known as forever chemicals. In addition to their cookware and tableware, Our Place is also making waves with their Wonder Oven, the most stylish all-in-one air fryer and toaster oven. Again, free from the forever chemicals found in many of those air fryers. Listeners, Our Place offers a 100-day trial with free shipping and returns, and we've got a great deal for you. Go to fromourplace.com and enter the code MOMHOUR at checkout to receive 10% off site-wide. That's fromourplace.com, code MOMHOUR. Sarah, our sponsor, Haya Health, makes a kid's daily multivitamin that parents can feel great about giving their kids because they have no added sugars or dyes. And our kids who have tried Haya Vitamins have loved them, which is important, right? Because what good is a bottle of vitamins that your kid won't take? Haya was founded by two dads who didn't like the ingredients label on some of the popular children's vitamins they were seeing on store shelves, so they got to work developing a formula that would help fill the most common nutrient gaps in modern kids' diets. Haya's chewable kids' vitamin is made with a blend of 12 organic fruits and vegetables and then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals. They're also vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, and nut-free. Haya manufactures their vitamins right here in the USA with globally sourced ingredients, and then they ship their chewable vitamins directly to your door on a pediatrician-recommended schedule. We've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. You're going to get 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, go to HayaHealth.com slash MomHour. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash mom hour and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So mine is kind of all over the place because a lot of it does depend on when I go to the gym. And I have to say for for many years, I let that whole, like, when am I going to wash my hair? When am I going to take a shower thing really keep me from working out kind mm-hmm. of a shameful amount <laughs> because... I'd get myself in this rut where I'd be sitting there going, well, I mean, I have some 
things I have to do in the morning. And I also have a really hard time working out in a totally empty stomach. So, but it can't be full, right? So I'd, I'd have to eat something right when I woke up and then wait like an hour and a half and then go work out. So it was this like dance in my head that would make it very complicated. And then one day I was like, hey, dummy, you know, you can take two showers in one day. Yeah. Hello. And I don't have to shower just because I go to yoga. Like sometimes it's okay for me to like go to a yoga class, even sweat a little bit. Yeah. You know? Oh, and I- then not shower afterward. And I used to have like have a huge hang up about that. So yeah, see, I, I probably don't have enough hangups about that. I think with, like, with <laughs> no, I really don't like it doesn't, this is, I'm just confessing. It doesn't bother me not to shower unless I've had like, I mean a full, like, like I don't know the last time sweat. I had a workout like that. I mean, my workouts are walking briskly on a treadmill mm-hmm. and like listening to podcasts while I pretend to do sit-ups. So yes. I, I do not always need to shower right after that by any means, like deodorant, yeah. you know, like wash my face. Wipe your face down. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, well, that's one thing, but on the flip side of that, you know, if I do get up and I feel like I can't start making, cause that's another thing. Sometimes I feel like I really just can't get moving until I've done something like put some clothes on or real clothes or taken a shower or wash my face or something has to happen for me to transition Mm -hmm. between sloppy nighttime and, and productive daytime. But I feel like, you know, it's okay if I do that and then change my clothes or it's okay if, if I, shower and wash my hair first thing and get all ready and then go to the gym later and then maybe just jump back in the shower and rinse down. Or like sometimes I'll just wash the parts of my hair around my face. Yeah. Like that gets sweaty. So like the back of my neck and my bangs and not wash the rest of it. Or, you know, there's just, it's not a thing. I was making it such a thing and it's really, it's not, but I think it, it was overwhelming in the way that just my life in general was kind of overwhelming. Right. Like it was just one more thing to think about. Right. And so unfortunately, what often would end up happening is that the one thing that I probably could have been doing to feel better about myself and feel more healthy, like exercising a little bit, I wasn't doing because of all the complication that I was creating in my own head. So I don't know. I'm not sure that that helps though, because I think there's really no way to get, unless you have a totally regimented routine, like I'm going to, right now I'm going to yoga classes two, three times a week and they're at all different times and I'm seeing a trainer twice a week and that's at two different times. So there's really no way for me to have a routine around it. Right. Um, and I'm just making peace with that, I guess. No, I think, Mm. I think that totally makes sense. I think, um, for, if you're coming out of like the, the newer mom years where it is sometimes just really hard to find, I mean, you can find time for a shower. I think you wrote a post about that once, but if you, if your goal is to maybe also blow dry your hair, put on a little makeup, it can add up even, even a, um, pretty low maintenance routine can add up to a half hour that you need to, and if, it, if you've historically had a hard time finding that half hour, then even just getting into any kind of a routine can seem yeah. hard. And I just, yeah. I think what I, where I am coming from is I feel better if I've taken the time to do those things yeah, um, me too. and not for any, like I need to please anybody kind of way. I just enjoy having a cute outfit on and having, yep. you know, putting earrings in my ears and you know, all of those little things. But because my schedule is still so inconsistent, I sometimes don't do that till like two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, no, but that's okay. Like then from two on, you look yeah. great, you know, and you yeah. feel good. And then between, before that, I feel like, I feel like you can, up till that point, you can just kind of write that off as your sloppy hours or your right. time that you could like, you know, clean something and get a little dirty or whatever. Right. I don't even know what it would be. Right. I do have to say two things that, um, you mentioned putting in earrings. That is one of those things that I never really thought about for a very long time. And now since I've had super short hair, I've been really 
I always wear earrings because otherwise it's very easy to just kind of look like a little boy when you have very short hair. Um, And that's part of my routine. Like right at night, I take off my wedding ring because it's really bulky and I can't sleep in it. And I take off my earrings and I put them in this little bowl. And in the morning, there they are waiting for me to put them right back on. And that's just one little stupid thing that makes me feel like I'm awake and alive and ready to start the day. And another thing that I just started doing, and this has been great. Um, a friend of mine who goes to the same gym and I are splitting a locker at the gym. So we have a, oh. you know our own locker. It's like $25 a month. And I just have like a little makeup bag with oh, just kind of really like nice. bare bones makeup there, you know, nothing fancy, but I have a full, like I could put my full face on there yeah. if I wanted to, but it's just all, it's like five products, yeah. moisturizer. We've got full size shampoos. We've got like razors in there. It's hilarious. Like when we open it, like all this crap falls on us, but, um, we it's totally decked out and i find now like that whole oh, i want to go to the gym but i have to like pack the bag yeah, and I, do yeah, i have that, all my that stuff stops me from getting ready at the gym too cuz i yeah. just think, well, i'll just come home and do it but honestly being able to get ready there makes it that much nicer it's yeah. nice to not have to come home all sweaty with right. your kids right you know and then try to right. fit in a shower it's nice right. to just be able to roll that in with whatever childcare situation you've already got and they have really nice showers and you can kind of like mingle there like just kind of hang out for a little while. I like it. It's nice. And now that I've got all my stuff there, it just is like a little luxury that has made it, made me really look forward to going to the gym in a way I didn't used to. So, well, this is like a way scaled down version of that. But another thing I, I mean, the last two houses we've lived in are upstairs and downstairs. So I spend a lot of my life, you know, going up and down and having some things like duplicates of some things, either in a downstairs bathroom, because our room is upstairs or even in the car. I mean, um, just because yeah. once once we're almost out the door, I tend to get the kids in the car, tell them to get buckled or buckle Violet in, and then yeah. do that mom thing where you run in and out of the door like 16 more times. But yeah. one of those 16 times can be mascara and lip gloss or exactly. earrings yeah. or, yeah. you know, whatever, like a, like a cute headband um, and yeah. be part of that. Because I think that's what it is for me is I always think – well, I'll get ready in a few minutes and then it's time to go. And I'm like, well, I guess we're uh, yeah. scrubby today. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Well, and I try to, the other thing that I try to do is the minute I get out of the shower, I don't know if you do this too, but like the minute I get out of the, out of the shower, I just do everything because if I don't, if I don't, if I like leave my face bare right. or if I don't do something to my hair and you forget, and then you have that terrible hair that we talked about. Right. Um, right. I, it just often doesn't get done, but if I take like 10 minutes and I know I'm lucky cause I have really short hair and it doesn't take that long to get it at least halfway styled, but right. just take a few minutes to get that, put the moisturizer on, put the, you're already in the bathroom anyway, and you probably have right. your clothes off. If you're going to do your chest, right. which we should all be doing our chest ladies. Yeah. If you are younger than me, you need to start doing something to your chest like now, like, because I am now like put some crap on it. Like moisturizer, <laughs> like put product, whatever you're using on your face, use it on your okay. chest um, and your neck. But I'm have like suddenly in the last year, I have this thing now where if I sleep on my side and I wake up, you know how you get those creases? Yes. They don't go away anymore. <laughs> it takes awesome. hours. So it's like that was it used to be like boing, they would just be gone in like 15 minutes. And now they just stay for hours. Right. So right. I will sometimes be like sleeping on my back. Just oh, do we have a violet? We, we do have a violet. Did she wake she up said, from her nap? Yes, she did. She said she oh. wants me to stop talking. Actually, okay. we should discuss Violet's ensemble right now since we're discussing style. She has and then spectacular bedhead and she is wearing uh, undies and a fur vest. And that is all. And well, she just awesome. emerged from her. Nap. For nap space. All right. Well, we can wrap this up because I feel like yeah, I'm just blathering we on now. Kind of but... about to anyway. 
yeah. well, let's link to a few of these things that we've talked about too, in, including probably some we forgot to mention by brand name, but we'll link to some of our favorites. Um, I have a few favorite drugstore mascaras and a few things like that that we can link to. Um, this will be at themomhour.com. This is episode 48. And again, if you missed it, episode 47, we talked more about clothes and shopping. And we, as always, love to hear from you guys. You can email us hello at themomhour.com and tell us your own style challenges or brilliant ideas. Beauty, fashion challenges, any, any kind of challenges. or Yeah, ideas. We actually need the ideas more than the challenges because we're I not much help. I think we do. But we're getting I, – I feel like I've improved. I guess if there's any – message here is that I feel like it's way more fun and I'm way better at and I'm enjoying more um, the process of you know looking and feeling good than I was say five years ago so absolutely all right well bye Sarah and bye Violet bye everyone see you next time The Mom Hour is supported by partners like Erica. Erica is the social media health app for teens that gives them the tools to unplug when they need to for improved health, study focus, sleep, and daily balance. Erica was built by a dad of three boys who saw that teens themselves were really becoming self-aware to the risks of social media, and he wanted to help them self-regulate. Erica works to hide distracting apps from your phone at the touch of a button, keeping them out of sight and out of mind without deleting your data. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code THEMOMHOUR. Go to erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A dot A-P-P and use code THEMOMHOUR to save 20%. The Mom Hour is brought to you by partners like Chatbooks. Chatbooks makes it beyond easy to create beautiful photo books by importing your digital photos from anywhere, Instagram, Facebook, Google Photos, or directly from your phone. The books come in a variety of sizes with beautiful cover options and binding styles to choose from, and they start at just $15. Plus, we have a great deal just for our listeners. Use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20% off your purchase. Just download the Chatbooks app and use code THEMOMHOUR20 to save 20%.